0: Damn, but I will say the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judge me. Oh, did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. I'll <laughs> take you guys to New Jersey and some days. Happy Friday, everyone. hope everybody had a good week. Seems to be a, a pretty mellow week, except for the the YouTube shooting. I uh, only briefly read the story, um, so I don't know exactly what what went down there. But uh, besides that, uh, there's probably some other worldly news and bullshit that I missed that's going on. But in my world, it was pretty chill. I just did a lot of errands this week, working. I uh, did two podcasts. I'm going to do another one tomorrow. So, been busy. Busy, busy, busy. So, uh, this week on the podcast, my good friend Bertie Chung is on. She goes by Brian, or, you know, most of the party goes by Brian. But, uh, yeah, he's gonna be a good friend of mine. He was, I met Brian at The Rose a few years ago, probably when I first got here, and he was one of the only punk rock dudes who played guitar that I met, and, uh, he was sort of in a band, and, uh, He was the first person that, like, uh, um, asked me if I wanted to jam with those guys. And, yeah, it was cool. I ended up doing that uh, for a couple times, and uh, it was fun. Uh, But, yeah, uh, so we became pretty good friends. Uh, It was good to have him on. Uh, He's going to be moving to Portugal. So he's going to be having a job opportunity that he took. And uh, he's gonna be setting up camp in Portugal for at least a year, I believe. He said his contract was for. So, uh, so yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff, um, lots of things in this round and the second round. I believe the second round next week. Uh, there, you want to stay tuned for that one because he's got some stories and about Vietnam and you know some stuff, you know, interesting stuff that he did when he was on a trip over there and everything. So uh, yeah, it was a great conversation, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy round one. Enjoy. Hey, hey, what's happening? Welcome to the podcast. I figured this was appropriate for this beautiful sunny day right now. It was raining hard earlier, but now it's it turning out to be pretty nice. Pretty nice. Punk rocking. Punk rockin'. All right. <laughs> what's up, dude? My uh, guest today. Brian Chung, I don't know if you like to go by Bertie or Brian. I always I mean, I call you whatever.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It it's fucking confusing for some people, but I I usually go by Brian Chung.
0: Yeah. Like all your legal shit you have to put on like is is Bertie, right? It's Bertrand. Bertrand. Yeah, it's Bertrand. No one fucking calls
1: me Bertrand. It's weird. People at my work do for the first time in my life, but and like, you're like what? Who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and it's, it's weird, you know. And then sometimes it's just, it's just Bert. Okay. But um, it's my legal first name, and the reason it's does Bertie... Your, yeah, does your ahead. parents
0: call you that or not? No. No. They, they
1: actually call me by my Vietnamese name. Really? Yeah. Like my entire family calls me by my Vietnamese
0: name, which is Kuinam. Queenam.
1: Yeah. No. means means... Uh, I think it means... Fuck, my dad tells me all the time. A uh, guy who travels south.
0: And you are a south traveler. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> For sure. Interesting. <laughs> That's like a weird... Not a weird, but that's like a you got like a whole alias kind of thing that you can do. Right, that right. That you go by all these name. Well, not technically, but
1: well, no. I, I mean, I mainly go by Brian because uh, when I first got to the states, they kind of they assimilated my name Bertrand into Brian in like first second grade. The Teacher asked me if I preferred to be called that. I said yeah. I kind of stuck. You know, at school ever since then. So
0: ever, ever since like grade school or something, there's been Bert or uh, Brian. Yeah, exactly. All Even right. through high school. Uh, okay.
1: So uh, you know, Facebook came along, and then I didn't want to put Brian Chung. I didn't want my employers to find me. Right. But then if I put Bertrand Chung, they could also look at my legal, you know, paperwork and see look for Bertrand Chung. And so also I went it went to Bertie. You know. Gotcha. And now people call me Bertie, and I just kind of put up with it. But it's cool. <laughs> I like That's it. No. I mean. no, it's cool. I got used to it. No, yeah. I like it. I think yeah. it's all right.
0: All right, well, first things first, let's grab a beer. You like to start heavy, or you let them go lighter first? You know what, this time i want to start light. Yeah, let's do light? All right. I got I got a couple of them, so let's see. Let's hey, right What
1: you get this time?
0: I got a, well, I, got a, I know you like uh, IPAs and pale ale, so I got a, yeah. a few of that shit. That was like,
1: I saw you had a Golden Drock in there.
0: I, yeah, somebody brought Dude, me the Golden Drock, the big bottle. That and one like, will get you twisted. Yeah, I was like... I'm probably going to wait on that one. That for... bottle? By yourself? You're oh, ready dude, to go you, party. Oh, afterwards. you do? Yeah, yeah, you're fucking you're you ready pre-partied. to rock and roll. You pre-partied, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this one I got. So it's Strand Brewing Company. It's okay. 24th Street Pale Ale. It's 6.1 and it is in Torrance, California. Do you know where Torrance is? Yeah. I, I actually used to live there. It's, oh, really? it's by it's in LA. It's
1: uh yeah, it's by, it's the L- by San
0: Pedro, uh, Carson. Doesn't like southern Santa Monica Bay? Yeah, kinda. Okay. So yeah, that's this one. Got cool. this bottle for like three bucks. Cool. So let's see how shitty it is, or, or how good I should say. <laughs> I don't talk shit already. <laughs> for three. But yeah, we'll yeah. share. Thanks, man. No problem. It's got like a A darker, maltier color on that. Yeah, might be hitting you up with some more. We'll see. See what we got.
1: All right. It's kind of soft on the nose. Give it a little there. Yep, top me off. All right.
0: All right. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, brother. Thanks for being on the podcast, man. You're welcome, man. I'm excited. It's definitely got a interesting nose. I like
1: it. I got. I like the kind of dusty property it has. I don't know why it I is. Like it's good. Yeah, but it's smooth at the same time. It's almost.
0: Yeah, it's it's multi, but it's like not super bitter. You know what yeah. I mean? The, the IBUs are pretty low on that one, but that's no, nice. Dusty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, so yeah, go ahead. Well, what were you saying? I
1: was wondering how your beer was coming along, actually.
0: Oh, it's it's good. I got a new one that I uh, is carbonating right now. It's called the Space Bully, and it's hazy. Yeah. Um I just got. Uh, you can you can take a bottle of. Uh, uh, I got the one that's ready. You just gotta refrigerate it, which is uh, the Hella Posh IPA, and it's uh an English uh, IPA. It's like it's like made with mare solder, so it's almost like a barley wine esque, okay. but like but not. It's 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 an IPA, but it's like it smells like butterscotch. It's kind of, it kind of
1: reminds me of like the ones that do, like the Caspier style kind of beers, right?
0: Kind of, but it's carbonated better. You guys you know?
1: still serve that the Rose, the Caspier? Beer? Yeah, we still
0: have that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. The it's always Bear Republic. Okay. It's always uh, Racer Five, basically. Cool. Yeah. Um. So tell me more about the the job thing that's going on. So what's the um, so, so you're at this company that's uh bilingual, right? So it's basically yeah. No, what, I mean, I you're in communications. Is that what it kinda, is? No, I, I do travel. So I'm pretty much a travel advisor. But you're, like, talking to people who, like, can't speak English that well, right? Is that what... The-
1: no. So right now... Well, I mean, it depends. I'm dealing with Canadians. So... Uh, okay. No. Super fucking nice people. Super <laughs> yeah. nice, man. They, they Even when they're pissed, they're super nice. They apologize for being pissed.
0: Oh wow. That's yeah, weird. Yeah,
1: I know. They'll get on the phone like, "You know, I really don't mean to, you know, get mad at you. I know it's not your fault, but fuck this." And then I kind of have to help him out with their own yeah, whatever. Right. It's uh it can be it can be kind of a scary job cuz you have to plan people's fucking trips, you know? So Yeah. Sometimes when the vendor fucks up, like the whole trip can just go to shit. Like a fucked up example, there was this uh, older elderly couple. I wasn't taking care of them, but one of my coworkers were Elderly couple who had never really traveled, were kind of like in the mid-70s and decided to go like to Ireland or something, Ireland and Scotland. Okay. And you know, they had the, they built the balls up to finally do something with their lives. They're like, all right, we're getting old. We're going to go travel now. It's the time to do it before we get too old. Right, right. They go through the whole stress of like applying for a passport, which they had never done. They finally get well, so the they'd passport. they never had a passport before. Yeah, never and... been in an airport, whatnot. Oh, so, um, so a guy who used to work at the company arranged everything. He got the flights ready for him. He got the fucking hotels. He got the ground transportation, which is, you know, the transportation that takes you from the airport to the hotel. Yep, the shuttle. He got um, dining recommendations at some of the best restaurants. He made sure that everything was super legit. Yeah. And it all went to shit because when he was putting in all the the information for the flights, he made one typo which fucked up all the flights, which set the trip back, which fucked up all the reservations that he had booked on their car. shit. What was the typo? Um, it was something in the last name because they had something kind of Polish or something, and a W got switched with an O at the at the wrong. Oh, yeah, that's
0: fucking lame.
1: It was fucking lame, uh-huh. and then, you know, it was a nightmare for like to t- to get everything handled. And at that point, when everything was finally fixed, the the couple never didn't want to go anymore.
0: They were kind of like afraid, you know. So that yeah, the, so that really set a bad example for them. They are like, yeah. that's why we don't fucking travel. Yeah, no, exactly. Because shit happens you know, like, like that. Like, imagine if
1: we take the plane and we land there and then, like, our hotels are fucked up and, like, we've never been abroad. We're, like, we're fucked. Like, they, they totally
0: fucking... It's like, that's why, motherfucker, you don't wait too long to travel. You travel yeah. early in your life. Exactly. And you continue to travel so you know what to expect. If they don't have a hotel, you fucking deal with it. Man, the fucked up part was that they decided not to fucking go, though. Yeah, now they're, now they're old people who won't travel. Yeah. <laughs> And now they're gonna, you know, they're gonna live and die yeah. without traveling.
1: I've never met them. and I always just sometimes when I'm just stoned, I just sit there and I think about that couple. I don't even know their last name, but I'm like, man, fuck, man, that's a, yeah, it's a bummer. So part of my job is I gotta fucking pay attention, is what I'm saying. I gotta be sure, like when you're handling with people's credit card information, all this kind of shit. You gotta book yeah, trips. Yeah, yeah. You always gotta be sure. And then sometimes people are in a fucking hurry and they they go they breeze through their name you know you gotta fucking write all this information right and then right. Like, I gotta get off the phone I gotta go I'm busy book this for me I'm like wait huh? I need and this then, information yeah. dude you can't, it's booking yeah, a trip right,
0: isn't right. fast man no, people should fucking right. know that common courtesy to like give your information you know and like like don't don't try to rush me off the phone because if you rush me off the phone I'm gonna fuck something up and it's yeah, your fault right, right, right. you know and then it comes back on you why didn't you do it you're like dude you like hung up the phone on me basically you know yeah. what i mean that kind of bullshit
1: and usually the fucking calls are recorded which can save your ass and it could also fuck you
0: true true so, true you know. true uh, so so you're taking this same job yeah and now you're moving to portugal
1: yeah so my company is opening a new office in portugal so i'm going to go um, so you're yeah. the, and you're leaving in 2 weeks so technically i'm trying to, i'm going to buy my flight for april 23rd April twenty third. There's a couple shows I want to go to before I, look, I go. I was gonna
0: and I was gonna invite you to uh, another yes. show too, Which but one? it's it's at the it's on the the thirtieth. Fuck. Yeah, of April. What show? The Lawrence Arms.
1: I've not even heard of them, but I'd be totally
0: down to go. Yeah. Shit. But I was still good. haven't seen Strung Out. Oh man, yeah, you're still missing out and strung out.
1: Well, you know what? Maybe strung out will go to Portugal. I mean, they seem there's some pretty cool uh, punk rock festivals out in Europe.
0: Oh, dude, there's a lot of fucking good ones. That's nice. that's where the party is still for punk rock, dude. Like he, like here in the states, like I don't know, like Germany, dude, Belgium too. They have oh, awesome
1: yeah. festivals. No effects. All those bands are over there. Mm-hmm. But on the positive side, you've got a friend in Portugal now. So you ever need a fucking yes. place to fucking kick it? And the cool thing about Lisbon is. Like you, you, think of Europe, yeah. You think of like you know. You've pick, been there. You've been there before, then. No, I've never. Oh, you never been to yeah. Portugal. You always think of like Europe as like super picturesque, but like a lot of it is kind of shitty weather. Yeah. Lisbon is the one place that actually has the weather that's kind of like uh, the Bay Area. actually. Oh, like Palo Alto ish, like yeah, but sunny. by the beach more, like, almost yeah. like a Santa Cruz, a little warmer.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's well. It's, uh, plus, you're on the Atlantic, so the Atlantic actually warms up. It's it's like kind of
1: like where the Atlantic meets the Mediterranean. Oh, okay. I wonder, Well, that's kind more of... more southern Portugal,
0: but it's yeah, we're kind of in that region. Okay, I was gonna say because the Pacific is just cold here anyway, like all the way down. Oh, the Pacific. Yeah, the, you have to be the water.
1: <laughs> you have to be a, fuck, You have to be in like LA for it to be nice. Yeah, I mean even well, like I mean Aptos is, is sometimes it's nice on a really hot ass day.
0: Well, even like Pismo Beach was okay. We went to Pismo Beach.
1: How far is been? Last the year? Again? It's like th- three hours? Three away? hours,
0: yeah. Okay. So three hours and then, uh, yeah, and then the the water was like warm enough to like, it was still chilly, yeah. but it was warm enough to go in and swim and being like, oh, okay, I'm I'm cool with this. Okay. Like, it's better.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can go out to, if you take the San Gregorio, I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah. San Gregorio. Pescadero. Yeah. On, like, on on a day where it's like 100 degrees here, you can probably go out and have a good time out there.
0: Probably, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You can go to Santa Cruz too. It's Pretty nice. or
1: Santa Cruz but you also have to deal with the fucking 17 and the fucking traffic.
0: Yes. It's true. That's the one
1: thing that fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, that's the only that's the only bummer, especially the like weekend in like summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fucking it's like what's like the nightmare down there. <laughs> I I I drove down one day on like a Saturday or no, Sunday. And I had to work later. We all never but everyone was like, "Oh, we want to go down Sunday and go to the beach." And I'm like, yeah. "All right. So we went in the morning and then I had to come back during the like at night to go to work. And I was like, oh, man, this is such a... Traffic and then parking and dealing with all these people. I was like, it's not worth it to come down here on a Sunday. I, like, wasted half my day, like, looking for shit. We were on the beach for, like, literally yeah, an hour, maybe, at the most.
1: Yeah, I went to UC. I lived in Santa Cruz for a while because I went to the UC. Yeah. And, yeah, that town, it's like... <sighs> When it gets congested, like, everything becomes backed up. Even, like, neighborhoods, like, it's uh, it's not built for, for fucking cars, it kind of seems like.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty much the trap. I mean, everything here seems to be not built for cars. Like, they didn't expect yes this no, area yeah. to get super populated. You know for what sure,
1: I mean? For sure. Like, yeah. I mean, California overall is pretty, like... Perpendicular in parallel, you know. Yeah. Compared to like the East Coast. Of oh, course, sure. But with the uh, the influx of all the people coming in, like Redwood City now, there's not a, there's too, there's too many new buildings, not enough parking. Yeah. So the whole city, is which is already
0: fat. with Palo Alto, Palo Alto, right. there's not enough parking and too many buildings. Right, right. So I think it's, there's a trend, in each city is the same exact way. It's like you go to a store, or you go to somewhere, and it's just. There's like not enough parking for the amount of people that are like trying to get, like even just over a supermarket. Right. Go to like a Safeway on like a fucking Thursday afternoon, dude. It's packed. So
1: like Google e- well, or, or like Google Eats or whatever is like thriving right now because people don't even want to deal with it anymore. Yeah,
0: it's a, I mean, it's like it's a hassle to go anywhere. No, no, for sure. It's a fucking pain in the ass. And there's
1: another thing about the the whole serving industry too, because everything's here's. I don't know if we've ever spoken about this, but the. Uh, Everything's getting super pricey. Mm-hmm. And cities like Palo Alto all the way up and like Barry are pretty much, um, they're having a hard time having people to work these like... uh oh, these the service jobs. Yeah, yeah. The service jobs.
0: And they're trying to kick, not kick, but pretty much move everybody out of the lower income housing. And when I say lower income housing, I mean, it's still $3,000 for an apartment <laughs> anywhere. And everybody else in Palo Alto is like 8000 You know, for that. But they're trying to move all the lower income people out. They're not going to have any people working.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, gentrification is going to bite the city in the ass at some point. It's starting to, I think. Right, because people aren't going to come all the way to the East Bay to come to Palo Alto, for example. They'd rather go to the city or something. Yeah, it's
0: worth it in the city. I mean, what the fuck's in Palo Alto? Exactly. You're not going to
1: make that that great of money out here.
0: No, there's not a... If you live
1: here, yeah, then maybe I I can see it working because you're so close. But aside from that... Yeah, I
0: mean, it it works for me as far as what I got going on. No, no,
1: for sure. Because your place is always cracking, you
0: know. But but other people, too. I mean, just with other uh, restaurant jobs, they all come in and support us when they get off of work. Right. You know, even like people that, that you've probably worked with, like the local union people, uh, that's right. Some bird dog people, you know, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of, uh, restaurant that people get off at like 11 o'clock and they just head over and it's like a sudden rush of like servers and bartenders that are getting off and they don't want to go anywhere else. So they come to the Rose. Right. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's good for business. Good, good time. And, but it's like, we need those people still. It's like they have to have somewhere to live as well. It's right, like if right, you want to live right. close, it's like they're running out of options pretty much soon.
1: Yeah, it's getting stressful, which actually kind of motivated this whole move to Portugal actually because yeah, it's, Yeah, I'm it's, excited for
0: you, dude. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I make a lot less money, but life out there is way cheaper. Okay. For example, there's like uh, an apart like this apartment in Portugal would be maybe 300-400 euros a month.
0: Damn! Yeah, oh, that's awesome. You know,
1: so I mean, uh, I'm not making as much money as 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 here, but at the same time, life is so expensive here that it kind of works out.
0: Proportion- that's that's what yeah. I tell everybody. I mean, I tell everybody when they say when they want to move somewhere, they're always like, "Oh, well, you know, it's really expensive out there." I'm like, "Yeah, but when you live here, you make that you that money kind of like comes in, right? So you make more money, mm-hmm. and then when you go somewhere else, that you're living a little bit." more or less, you know, than your, your income get, you know, so if you're, so if you're, if you're making like whatever the average is, if if the average is like $20,000 a year, you know, yeah. and you move somewhere to where it's like super expensive to live, then the average jumps up to like $40,000 a year, you know, right. even at one of the same kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, basically what I'm saying is like, wherever you go, it kind of balances itself out.
1: It does. I you agree. know what I mean? It kind mm-hmm.
0: of, it kind of works its way. Money-wise, financially, I should say that. it. Everybody shouldn't worry about the money part of it because it's all going to come and it just – it balances itself out. It makes – you make it work. Right. Well, the cool thing too, I
1: mean, Portugal is a little bit more social too as far as like – you know, you go, you get sick, it, you can afford to go to the to the hospital and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, i mean, you know, I'm gonna have insurance through my job, so everything's cool. But at the same time, I don't fucking speak Portuguese. So.
0: Well, you speak Spanish, but right, but not Portuguese. I
1: speak Spanish and French, which I mean gives me an edge. I mean, I, I can definitely read Portuguese, but when I hear people speak it, I don't know what the hell they are talking about.
0: Shit. Yeah. All right. So so it ought so to be interesting then.
1: <laughs> well, I got this uh, Duolingo.
0: Uh, Duolingo. I, I I use it. I use it for Spanish now too. Oh really? Duolingo. because yeah, 'cause I'm still. Still plugging Dude, away right, on Spanish. Fucking perfect,
1: because I need to talk to somebody about this. The, the way the tree works, right? The lessons.
0: Yeah. Um. How are
1: you supposed to do it? Are you supposed to stick on one and just keep like leveling up, or do you go one everywhere and then go two everywhere? Like, how does it work?
0: Well, usually they won't. It won't let allow you to jump to that next level until you complete right. that level.
1: Really? With yours, it does that because well, mine it like. Did you pay for whole... are you
0: paying for yours? No, I'm not okay, yeah, I'm not either. So
1: mine, uh, it uh, just unlocks a whole section, and I can kind of jump around. And yes, there's there are sections below that I have I haven't un- unlocked yet. Right. But um, I didn't know because like you can complete like um you can complete a lesson, you know, do the whole 360 circle thing. Yep. And then jump to the next one, but also you can continue that same lesson till and level it up more. I guess if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, you you I mean, you could master it. What I do is I just max that lesson out. Okay. Because I mean, one. that's just my learning process. Because I have to max the level out first before I can move on. Because I feel like I'll be missing something that they covered, and I'm like, fuck. Why am I jumping around? All right. Has you know you, have me?
1: you? I mean, I haven't utilized my Portuguese yet, so I can't really I can't really judge Duolingo. I have have
0: it's a, well. It's the same for me. I've been off and on using it for a few months. New I guy. guess, I mean, I'd say probably maybe closer to like six, seven months, but I was like, <laughs> but not consistently, you know, I am like, I was doing it hardcore for like a month yeah. and then I kind of slacked off and then didn't do it for three months and I jumped back on and did it for another two months and then, um, it's good cause it, I can, it's hard for me to speak Spanish, but when people are talking, I can more understand what they're saying Right and I can also read it very easy. Mm-hmm. So reading for me is easier than like when I see the word, I like know everything what what it means. But when somebody says it, it's so fast that I'm just like, right, right, I yeah. yeah, I don't maybe I might have picked it up. And then for me to say it, I like It kind of comes out like a <laughs> fucking yeah, shit, Yeah, no, for sure. And I I'll, I'll, I'll get jummed up jumbled up when I want to say I'm like, fuck, what is the I have and then you know there's a but you know
1: right right. that's you know, the one like, thing
0: Duolingo doesn't do like it doesn't make you like repeat things into the thing or you know oh, it you doesn't have... mine does for Spanish what yeah, it'll say like you know quiero something blah 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 right. and then I'll it'll, and it will have to say it back to it and it'll really yeah and it'll monitor really, it, it, it monitors your you. voice
1: no shit yeah. I haven't gotten there yet oh what hmm. the fuck
0: maybe you have to turn your setting on or something maybe I'll have to take a look at it yeah but, no, no, for sure. but uh, it's It's a decent app. I mean, it's almost equivalent to uh, Rosetta Stone, Mm. but I feel like yeah, Rosetta Stone is really expensive. That was like one of the first software language, pretty much that like learns like a baby learns, you know, which is kind of what Duolingo basically is. You see pictures Mm -hmm. and you see the word.
1: The pictures are fucking weird. Like it'll be like. The sentence will be like, I like bread, and it will be like a
0: zombie guy there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what that's I mean? That's why this one I'm like, yeah, why is there a zombie dude on my... I'm like, that's not what that means. It's like, or it's like, where
1: do I buy a pineapple? And then there's just... just then you have like a punk rocker just yeah. asking that question. Yeah, like, yeah somebody I with like a nose guess. ring, and yeah, you're like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What?
0: So, it's, yeah, it's Rosetta Stone in the sense you actually see what it is. Like, if, if, if you have like a ball... Right. It'll have the word and it'll say the word. Right, right, right. And then it starts putting shit together. This one kind of does the same thing, but <laughs> not as, okay. you know, not as like with the pictures. You're like, zombie. It doesn't mean a fucking zombie. That's not what that means. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but no, I understand. Because I did That's the same the, thing. I'm like, what the fuck? The
1: pictures, are and I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's a very progressive app because sometimes it'll be, I think, like a gay couple too. Uh-huh. You know, or I'm not really sure what I'm seeing, but like, yeah, so it be is cool. like, I mean,
0: it'll be like two guys and we're like, we work out together <laughs> or we are together, you know, that kind of shit. And you're like, all right, cool. I like it.
1: I like it. It's funnier when the sentence doesn't even have to do anything with the, with the picture. With the picture, yeah, which is just, most of the yeah, time. Which is most of the fucking time. Yeah, yeah which I'm like, all oh, right.
0: Fucking right. <laughs> Whatever that means. But I like it. I just have to like really like keep – I used to wake up and that would be the first thing I did in the morning would be like do yeah. – less, do, complete my streak, my lessons.
1: No, for sure. I, I have bark time. So that's that's why like I'm I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, all right, well,
0: this I guess this is the time I, I do it exactly so that i mean that's the thing where i was just like because i learn better in the morning like i read better in the morning i can't mm-hmm. read at night if i read at night i fall asleep right well, so, which is
1: good too you know like yeah So but yeah, it. yeah
0: it'll put you to sleep uh but even for apps it's like for learning like my brain just kind of shuts off for learning after like 6 p.m or something
1: you should play a little bit of music when you first wake up because it, it stimulates all parts of the brain they say music does so when you do it in the morning it kind of it's a good it's like brain push-ups
0: oh yeah i used to do that <sighs> forever you know, like years ago now, and then now it's like six years ago. But yeah, but now lately, I haven't been doing shit. I've been waking up.
1: I mean, it, it could just be strumming a chord progression and while you, I don't know. Which is what I need. I, I need eyes.
0: to to jump back into my my practice because my guitar playing is suffering.
1: God damn, I know. Uh,
0: and my my musical talent is suffering. I like I don't I s- even sing that much anymore. Like I don't have any. I don't have a commute, right? So like it takes me like five minutes to get to work so like i used to commute a lot back home
1: and that's when you would sing and
0: i would sing every like three albums or two albums you know because punk's so fast you know and everywhere i went i was like singing <laughs> here i'm like i don't sing at all not like i it's, like i haven't used my proper singing voice like probably in about two years or so give or take like I, you know i I belted out, like, one song, like, maybe last month or a couple months ago. But it's like, you know, now I have to, like, work on being able to sing, like, fucking five songs, which before I was belting out, like, 30. You
1: know, I mean, I, I was never a singer, really, in a group. But when you say, like, belting, like, you get tired after singing five songs? Like, is it like a? It's.
0: I mean, it's sometimes I can feel it now before, like...
1: Like your voice gets tired, right? Like my, well, buying- yeah,
0: my voice gets tired. <clears throat> I used to lose my voice here and there once in a while, but I got to a point where I was like able to play shows and keep going and sing and and just be with it. But you know, sometimes when you're jumping around playing and singing at the same oh, time, man, I'd, be like, winded, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be so tired and like, yeah, you know, like <laughs> with Fat Mike or something. You know, he he gets like lazy and he's like, society blah, 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 and he's, like, kind of just talking into the mic, because yeah. he's so tired of moving the fuck around, and the guy right. has no cardio, it's like...
1: And you're not breathing right, too, Right, you're so. not breathing,
0: like, you're just, like, trying to sing, and, breathe and you just get all, like, uh, like, yeah, fucking... Yeah, I wonder if you can, like, pass out that way. Oh, yeah, you can, totally. Right. Yeah, yeah. This happened to my friend... Being, uh, dehydrated and shit for, yeah. No, my
1: friend, he, he, uh, he won a free boxing lesson or some shit like that, so we got hella stoned, and then dropped him off. This was at UC Santa Cruz. Okay. And, um... We, uh, he had to fill out some form and we left like our, our name on the contact, you know, like he had to like sign some, like form in case he got hurt like he came right to right the yeah gym or some shit yeah you have to sign some waiver and uh he just like he had to have an emergency contact so it was one of us and then he, we just gave him this number like yeah if something happens just call us
0: yeah yeah right he's one of those hey, we got a call. phone
1: call literally 15 minutes later and they're just like dude like your friend passed out and he was just doing some like bo- like some boxing exercises but the the coach kept telling him to fucking breathe yeah and he was so stoned like he wasn't he was he was too excited or something and he was Putting too much effort and he ended up just passing
0: it. Damn. Funny shit. Yeah, that's like you got you got to prepare yourself, man. Sometimes you like now, like I could go, I could go to like a karaoke place and belt out a song, like one song, yeah. maybe two or three. All right. But it's like I need to practice like three times a week at least, like kind of like I'm going to the gym now. I'm going to the gym at least three days a week right on so i'm doing cardio that way you know a little bit of lifting and you know that kind of stuff very mild just to keep myself uh in shape and my heart rate up and you know just okay. just just trying to keep better care of myself uh as far as that goes
1: you could also go see bands and scream at bands <laughs>
0: yeah which is what i used to do yeah now you i'm use getting your voice the next day too. well yeah like, I'm, fuck. I mean, now i'm getting old and fucking screaming getting old and tired and you know when I, when I see these kids and just like oh, fuck, I'm yeah, like, I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get pushed around by these assholes. No,
1: for sure. The mosh pit has kind of lost its edge on me too.
0: It's one of those things where uh, I I love punk rock still and I always will. It's it's gotten to a point to where it's like not as fun yeah. for me I think as it used to be. Yeah. I still love it and it's still fun when I go to because I got two shows lined up. I'm going to see face to face, Less and Jake. Oh man, face to face. And yes. uh and Lawrence Arms. So I'm going to those shows still this year and I will get excited to see those bands. Mm. But as far as like going just to every single show, it's like I've seen everything almost
1: no for sure yeah that's why i was happy when my buddy dragged me out to go see that mets band because i was yeah. just like Ugh. and then i ended up falling in love with a new band i was just kind of like, all right i got to do this every once in a while but i would i don't
0: not like i used to you know that's yeah. not like that was my life dude i just did it every single day i i ate shit slept, punk rock is what i did <laughs> i mean that was my life it was just full-on punk rock all the time everything i would fall asleep to music that just yeah. and i'm like it had to, uh, to no effects like i'd be sleeping to no effects or to some metal band or some other well, shit now it's like i need like soothing music i need it to be like
1: some enya yeah some pure moods
0: yeah but like, like beach house and shit listen to some beach house this is like super soothing
1: man it's super interesting when i think about me and punk rock I, actually i i was taught guitar by a guy who fucking hated punk rock oh yeah dude super anti-punk rock he was so fucking technical dude like to him like music had to be hard in order to be good technique it's all it was all about he was like a one of those uh you know, like he loved joe satriani oh right you know, ingui malmstein yep it's pretty much a fucking it's not even a human he's like an organism with like fingers like who just knows how to play a little well yeah he he was all about like yeah randy rhodes all that kind of shit Yeah, i love you know? randy rhodes yeah, yeah randy rhodes sure. is the shit and to him, punk rock was just—he only heard the music. And to him, it was just power chords, right? So he always had a beef with it. He's like, "No, you should be learning jazz, metal, fucking, you yeah. know, all this kind of stuff. Fuck that." So you know, I was—I listened to him for a while, but I—but No Effects just always got like always got to me because I—they I, made me laugh was the fucking simple thing. Oh yeah, no, they were just funny, and I liked listening to them. So. I, <sighs> I listen. I still listen. To no effects. And then I I got into punk but more afterwards though.
0: Okay. So. Yeah. No effects, and then more.
1: And then yeah, more shit towards like the end of high
0: school. I remember. Okay. Yeah. Were Were you what was your Were you always into music?
1: Yeah, dude. I used to listen to some pretty shitty music though. What, <laughs> like, what when you're younger? Yeah, dude. I used to like Eminem and shit, which is not shitty music. I mean, what did, a very what
0: did talented, you re- dude. No. no. Damn, name's good. But what did you? What did you grow up on, like as a as a kid? Kid, like. They...
1: All right. So some of my first, uh, dude, I used to listen to a lot of Bush, Razorblade Suitcase, which is all right. Yeah. Um, I fucking had the Oasis CD. I love the Oasis CD. dude. <laughs> what's the story? Morning, Morning Glory. Morning, it was that one. Fucking um, great album. I like No Doubt, but I didn't have. I didn't really associate no, no Doubt at the time with punk or anything. It was just kind of like uh, you know, like rock music. Um. I, just kind of shit that was on the radio man but it was in the 90s i, I liked green day yeah know? for sure
0: um so you kind of got you kind of got the 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 mainstream punk rock into your blood and then kind of found yeah later in high school like the, late high
1: school like senior years when i got more into like fucking you know like uh well no effects and bad religion and shit like that
0: yes yeah
1: and fucking one-man army, dude. This oh, nice. Yeah, one-man army.
0: You like one-man army? Yeah, that's a good man.
1: I think they uh, they became, what, Dead to Me Now or something, right?
0: I think it is Dead to Me Now I, or some of the members or one of them. I don't know. The main
1: guy, the main singer of this group, I think, went there, but he's no longer there anymore. I don't know. Jack hmm.
0: something. Okay. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, yeah, I remember. Um,
1: but then I, I kind of understood at that point punk more is like a culture than like a than like a genre of music you know which i kind of uh, you know associated with
0: well back in the day dude i mean it associated me with community and my friends because it was it was at the time nobody was doing i shouldn't say nobody but very few of people were doing anything with that kind of music it was and, it was, and i listened to like so i started i mean i Grew up with like classic rock bands, you know, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And then a friend, my mom's friend, when I was about nine or 10, got me into Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth, some metal bands that I was obsessed with. So I was obsessed with some metal bands, some hair metal bands, classic rock. And then I discovered Nirvana on my own. Huh. So I started, and so Nirvana was my first. Intro to what punk rock was, sort of, because Nirvana's right. a punk band, but people associate him with a new genre, grunge. Right. So, but at the time, he's like, "We're just a fucking, we're just a punk band. This is what we, you know, this is what the, you know, the Melvins and the fucking Germs and all those like weird punk bands. It's like they're punk bands, but there's like a, that's why they created grunge because they're not necessarily like punk punk rock, I guess you want to say, right. or like a pop punk band." The germs. Yeah, and then I start. Man, a friend of mine let me borrow No Effects and Bad Religion. These two CDs that he had, he's like, "Oh, you gotta listen to these bands." What CDs were they? It was Recipe for Hate, which is fucking one of my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite Bad Religion album of all time. Recipe for Hate. Yeah, right. and No Effects Ribbed, <laughs> which is also one of my favorite CDs of I all time. I had two
1: different ones for me. Uh, it was it was the Grey Race. Okay. And um, f- for some weird reason, NoFX—the one out, al- the one album that made me a NoFX fan—it's and it's a weird one. Was "Pump Up the Volume," man.
0: You know, I liked pump up the volume, but I mean, yeah, I went, then, like, I went through the stages of, right, of like,
1: after you got in there and you've discovered punk and drum, and all these fucking awesome CDs. But s- "Pump Pump Up the Volume" will always be special to me.
0: Of course, that's the same as like "Rib" will always be special to me because that's the first one. The first one I... Shower Days. So, so, okay. I, so I borrowed that record, right? That was Shower Days. Yep, Shower Days. Uh, and in... Um, L.A.? L.A.
1: Boobs or whatever. Boobs. New
0: Boobs. Green Corn. <laughs>
1: green Corn.
0: Um, so my friend let me borrow those two CDs. I listened to them for like two weeks. Gave them back. Then I was like, all right, I got to buy my own. All right. But I didn't buy that album. I was like, I'll buy a different album, right? right. So I bought Stranger Than Fiction... For Bad Religion, which was yes, fucking, fucking amazing. Ha- Dude, that
1: one's an, uh, that one's That's actually, an epic CD. I should say maybe that one more than say. the Grey Race, to be honest.
0: That one like that's like one of the records that changed your life. Like in and fiction was yeah. fucking awesome. And then the no effects record I bought was S and M Airlines. Okay. So I read backwards. That
1: was, yeah, that went backwards, <laughs> all right? That's what I was about to say. And then I was
0: like, hmm. <laughs> so my No FX was like, uh this record's like all right. all right. I was like, I still listen to it, mm-hmm. and I did, but I was like, Ugh. and then I, I think I told my friend, and he was like, no, nah, that's an older record, and I was like, I looked on the, I looked on the back and the date, and I was like, oh, it's eighty nine or something,
1: right? They were, they were still figuring it out,
0: and then, and then, rib was. Older mm-hmm. or newer than that, and I was like, Well, yeah, I liked Rib better than this one, so <laughs> and I was like, All right, I'll get the next one after Ribbed, right. which was White Trash Two Heaps and a Bean, yes. And then that was my one of my favorite records, dude. That was like a record to have,
1: White Hatch, yeah, yeah.
0: We listened to the shit out of that record.
1: I also really liked Salon so and Thanks for the Shoes.
0: Oh, that was that one is reminds me of winter time in new jersey really? driving around in my van for my band because we would always play these weird shows and every time it was fucking snowing half the time and it was like it, we would get lost and i'd have a tape deck and we it, so it was just in the, the whole time it was just uh, so long and thanks for all the shoes the whole time so <laughs> for the whole month of us like practicing and going to play some shows and hanging out with each other that's the only record that was on yeah. So it was just a soundtrack to our, our our punk rock life, and we oh. wanted to be no effects in the worst way at that time, which oh. was really fun.
1: You're bringing up this really cool thing I just remembered. Uh, my old boss told me whenever you go somewhere new, always bring new music. That oh. way, it'll always like take. Whenever you listen to that music in the future, it'll always you'll always have memories associated with. It. So he's that he says like whenever you go to new places, don't listen to old shit that's already associated with a memory.
0: Yes, um, which is kind of hard as you get older. Yeah, because I know yeah. that. And that's how I have most of my memories. There's all in these albums. Like I can pick an album and be like, what do you think about that album? And I would like, Oh dude, it takes me back to this kid's house and we were playing this. It reminds me of that. Like, that's how my records are. Like they remind me of memories of people, places and things that we've done together. Like, but for new ones, as it jumps into the journey, it's like, well, I still love all those bands. And I still listen to them. So it's like, yeah, take new stuff with you, but you got to like, it's harder to do that.
1: Well, you know, like for example, right now, I know a, a, a band that I really like um, is going to be, is coming out with a new album in like a couple of days. I'm not going to listen to it till I get to Portugal, for example. Which
0: is awesome. Which So which what's the album? Uh,
1: well, it's, it's a band called Mercy Music. They're a, uh, they used to be uh lydia vance i've showed them to you before um and they just made a new video for their upcoming new album and i think they're having a new album in a couple days if not a week or two so i'm just gonna wait even if it does come out i won't listen to it till i get over there yeah
0: all right yeah sweet it'll be awesome no that's a good i think that's a good way to to live your life like that get a new band new song new something you know yeah and like because it makes better memories like you said
1: no no for sure 'Cause I, lis- I I listen too much of the same music whenever I travel. It's always on um, the same one that I have on my phone. I don't always
0: like, Right. Yeah. Let me crack let me grab another beer, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, am yeah, yeah. down. Um, which
1: one do I wanna do? Some forty one, man, it makes me look at high school.
0: So I got two of these. Do you wanna crack a whole can or you wanna like Yeah, I'll do a whole can. You wanna do the whole can? Alright, here so you can take that one. This one's going to be a little stronger.
1: You know the story behind the Indian Pale Ale, why they called that, right?
0: Of course you do. Uh, Yeah, from the... uh, I've
1: always thought it was a cool story. Nah, it's a good story. It is a cool story, yeah.
0: Um, But yeah. All right. Yeah, this one is... Green bench Indian parallel Green bench IBU's 68 um, this. and St Petersburg Florida 6.8
1: not
0: bad. Yeah. It's almost the same color as the last one little uh
1: mm, but it's more uh, I already, I've already taken a little tiny sip and yeah. um, you've got some more uh, grapefruit tones for sure
0: Oh okay cool which is awesome. Yeah, this is uh, this is our benchmark beer—a medium-bodied ale with aromas of soft citrus and earthy pine, combined with very subtle notes of tropical fruit. This highly hopped American-style IPA leaves your palate with a lingering, dry, and bitter finish. Crack it, drink it, recycle it. Nice. Yeah,
1: no, it's good. I, I see the. Tro- I, I get the tropical tones. All right. Cool. I said grapefruit earlier, but yeah, you can also kind of uh, get some pineapples. Same, pineapple or same some kind shit. of, yeah. I feel
0: like it's all the same notes. Tropical, sometimes grapefruit. People associate citra with tropical too, because it's, yeah, you know, obviously.
1: I wonder what type of sweet but, booze they have in Portugal, to be honest. That's one thing I'm super excited about. I want to start like a bar.
0: I mean, not like open a bar, it. but like, like start it. a bar
1: like in my apartment, just collect a bunch of fucking oh, yeah. booze and
0: shit. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to do that. Just have a bar in my apartment. I mean, dude, that's the
1: probably the one thing this apartment's missing. If you got a nice little fucking bar, yeah. oh my God.
0: But I was like, eh, fuck it. I mean, I have a beer fridge. Yeah. That's that's half the battle, you know. Get to do the same man cave stuff with the podcast and just sit and bullshit and, you know, hang out. and No, for, no, for, yeah. for sure. Um, I mean, even though it's like a cigar humidor. And a, yeah. Only thing I wish it was bigger and in a basement so I could have drums set yeah. up and I could have a full fucking... Arsenal of bands, just go.
1: Come on, let's give some people over here jam. Do you ever get neighbors that ever come knock at your door, being like, "Hey, do you play music? Let me come over and jam."
0: No, no. Never, yeah, I'll never get that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I never get that. I uh, probably would get people like telling me to stop. Really? Kind of a thing. Yeah. I
1: don't. Know, has that ever happened here? Or
0: no. No, but I feel like sometimes my amp is a little. Even at the lowest setting, it's a little too loud because it's like when you get that muting, it's like and you feel that bass on the floor so the bottom people are like what the fuck's going on here i got in trouble one time sound noise for watching uh that movie goosebumps see the movie it's like i I know the books yeah there's a movie with jack black well i don't know if it's it's not newer but uh we were just looking for a movie to watch and we're like let's let's watch this one fuck it whatever which which one was it it's one of the one jack black and i don't i don't remember it's uh okay Monsters and shit, and
1: no, for sure. I, I, goosebumps. You know, goosebumps. Yeah, actually, yeah. They were the
0: series of books. Yeah.
1: So I was, I, I thought that like they had like a, a movie assigned to each book or something. Or they Memphis, probably
0: uh, do. I'm. I don't. I never followed the series, so
1: I read in a couple of the books, but I, never, I only
0: seen the one movie. I don't. They might even have multiple movies that I, that I don't know about. But so that, but this one was like, it was on Netflix or something like that. And my surround sound. If I turned the bottom bass on on the floor. Mm-hmm. Fucking thing is incredible. It sounds like you're at the theater. It's like a subwoofer. Yeah, dude, it's like <laughs> so. Like when like big bombs and shit go off, and car crashes, and yeah. wolves howling and shit, you're just like everything is like rattling everything. And the secu- it was like it was like eleven o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. a security guard like came up and like knocked on my door. I was like, hmm, wonder where that is. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, we're uh, we getting like, a noise complaint. I was like, really? Is it that loud? He's like, yeah. People on the bottom are here, complaining. I'm like, oh. Okay, whatever. They probably had a baby and shit. They have to, yeah, people have sure. kids. This is like a big kid-friendly okay. area, which is kind of cool, because that keeps some of the assholes, criminals out, I guess. Right, right, right. Even though there's still fucking criminals around here. but Are right there? Yeah, there's still fucking trashy motherfuckers around. This is probably a trashy place-ish. Still kind of the hood, huh? Sort of. Across more the the highways, more hood.
1: Right, 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 by the sub Yeah,
0: but... This is still part of that,
1: yeah, yep, you in you know? the set man, yeah, you're in the set, well, it has its perks, I'm sure you get an ice cream man out of it,
0: well, he yeah, he like he comes <laughs> around jingling his bell for something, it's either ice cream or fucking um uh, uh like. Pork rinds or yes, or, or the Doritos, yep, or uh, what, you, what
1: they call Doritos, it's 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 those chips that they in, the, in that bag they put a bunch of sauce and then they shake it up, yes, and you eat it with a fucking fork, it's yes, delicious.
0: yeah, they're called Doritos, 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 yeah. interesting. And then there's another one they have, which is the corn on the husk.
1: Oh, that's man, this neighborhood's awesome, right? <laughs> that's, that's what the ghetto brings, man. I mean, dude, the ghetto brings my, some, yeah, my neighborhood has an ice cream man too, because like, I still like it's weird because I grew up the place where I live now I grew up in a Latino neighborhood you know so it, oh, there were yeah. times it was scary yeah sometimes um, I mean growing up uh, for sure that like you know uh, there were sometimes like when you walked home from school or when you were out in the streets like you knew there were some neighborhoods and some people you had to avoid because they were ganging like you know yeah But, um, yeah, so it's kind of getting gentrified and, like, you're getting all these kind of, like, you know, bougie white people kind of moving in and all of a sudden now, you know, people are being told to turn the music down. And before, I mean, yeah, people would get loud, but, like – That's what they do. That's what people fucking do. Like, my neighbors sometimes would throw a party, but you were always invited. Yeah. And you were kind of like, ah, fuck. Like, they're going to go for, like, till midnight, but whatever. Like, they invited us. We're not going to go. Let them have fun. It's the weekend. Who Mm -hmm. gives a fuck? But no, now it's all about noise ordinance and shit. Like so half of my block kind of became gentrified, but the other half I still have a ghetto part that's kinda like this. Actually I, I well, not I'm saying you live in a ghetto, but
0: No, no, I mean But more
1: like uh more street like I've got like an apartment complex that is that's I mean it's it's still like there's a lot of like I think like drug dealers that live back then shit Yeah, but, for sure that part of the neighborhood is still cool. Like, people still have parties. No, it's still awesome. Yeah. You're still, you know, you just got to be careful when you drive because sometimes a dog will run across the street, but yeah. whatever, you know, or kids are playing.
0: Exactly. So, so I feel like the- this neighborhood is the real neighborhood. Right. You know, rather than the ghetto or whatever, but it's right, the right, real right. neighborhood. When you go into Palo Alto, it's like this. White, really? Fence. White, yeah. yeah, white, like, fucking $13 million fucking houses that should go for like fucking 100000 <laughs> you know? It's like. Small, like, two bedrooms and shit. You're like, fuck. Right, right. But it's all nice. Their property's huge. You got these big redwood trees in front, you know. But you come over here, it's like, this is where real people live.
1: Right, no, for sure. Over there, like, in those super bougie neighborhoods, yeah. You have to always have your dog on a leash. If your dog bites another dog, it's going to be put down because you're going to deal with some fucking lawsuit. Right. Here, you just just get a
0: slap on the... Just
1: fucking knock it off. Exactly. You got to kind of fit a nice, you know... Mercedes-Benz profile or else, you know, the cops are kind of wondering who the fuck you are and what you're doing there. It's, yeah. it's this kind of neighborhood. Exactly. There. So you
0: got Tesla, Mercedes-Benz, right, exactly. and now you got Honda Civics and like me, Toyota, <laughs> Tacoma and shit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: So yeah, and I think these neighborhoods are more fun.
0: Just they are more fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. People interact more, I think. They're not as reserved and people have more fun.
0: Yeah. Although I've never met any of my neighbors and that's not, yeah, no. you know on purpose it's just
1: i don't hang out with my neighbors a lot either but that's just because i always do my own thing Mm -hmm. and i'm not i think that's what it is
0: too i'm not like yeah i say hi to people that i like see in the hallway no for sure because i kind of know not know them but then i start like they recognize me so i recognize them so they say hi right you 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 know you got to be that guy man
1: buys like a a 30 pack and gets a bunch of chicken wings and starts barbecuing inviting all the neighbors exactly that's what it
0: needs that's what the community needs dude somebody just And that's kind of what they do out there, but there's like a million kids in that pool out there. It's just like summertime rolls out, dude, there's like a thousand kids. You're like, not going in that pool. (laughs) Not with all those kids. Not with all those kids, man. Yeah, no. It's like fucking bath time in there, just fucking rinsing off all the filth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You got to get that uh, icy uh, wee-wee stuff in there, too. Yeah. There's probably a lot of urine.
0: Oh, dude, there's probably a lot of urine, a lot of shit. Who knows? There's probably everything in there, dude. There's <laughs> a lot of shit in there. A lot of dude, shit in this pool, man.
1: Like, uh, I don't know if you ever been to, like a raging waters. It's a water park.
0: No, I went to the um, Great Great America. Uh
1: right. yes, yes. Okay, they do have like a water park there. Yeah. I have a small
0: water park there. So I I've, I've been to that one. I didn't go to the other one though.
1: There's a Raging Waters or there used to be like in San Jose and it was it was a cool place, but man, like it was fucking dirty. Like people like like people
0: just pissing and uh, Well, give like a like fucks.
1: people like trailer trash people would like just like wash their kids in there. Like there'd be like uh, there'd be like babies like just swimming around. Well, like supervised obviously with yeah. like the things, but
0: they had like diapers, you know. Yeah. It was kinda, like that's the worst thing in the world. Di- <laughs> diapers in the water, man, I, well, dude. Make you. you know what? Oh, let tyranny. your kid go bare ass because that's just the better way to do it than rather a soggy ass fucking diaper filled with shit just floating around in the water. Like, yeah,
1: I don't. I also don't get people who like wearing a t shirt in the pool. I
0: don't like. I don't like wearing clothes in the pool, man. Not. I don't even <laughs> like wearing a swimsuit, right.
1: but I have to. Yeah, exactly. But I don't
0: like wearing one. It sucks. Well, I mean, technically, you could go speedo. Mm-hmm. I have these like really tight swim shorts now but i'm just like even those are just too weird and tight i, just, I don't it's just things I've on your body you as that guy but okay no dude i if i can go naked dude i'll go anywhere naked so
1: you ever been to the harbin hot springs
0: uh i haven't been to harbin dude. I, I was trying to go a bunch of times and it burnt down it burnt man. down
1: uh so i mean it was not really my thing but my ex-girlfriend wanted me to fucking go and i had the fucking best time of my life because i was on acid
0: because i was on acid (laughs) yeah no
1: dude fuck it but it was also very scary dude i like
0: well getting naked in front of people is just not nerve it's just odd i guess right
1: but it's it's the first 15 minutes and then everyone's naked and then you totally fucking forget about it
0: you don't yeah you don't even give a fuck right
1: then the one guy who's the weirdest that one guy in the bathing suit yes he sticks out like a a, a yes
0: you know like a sore thumb yeah because i've done that too or a, a few times where um Uh, you know, I was going to some naked places back home and then, you know, I was trying to find some out here and blah, blah, blah. And the nude beach was the same. Like it's, it's all like you get down there for like 30 seconds. You're like, all right, everybody's naked. Who gives a fuck? Right. Then you get the one guy wearing a bathing suit and you're like, this guy's a creep. Dude. I saw
1: one of the uh, Calafia regulars there. That was kind of awkward. 'Cause it's cool if you see a bunch of strangers you don't know.
0: Well, that's always cool, but then when you see somebody you know Yeah,
1: dude he was like one of like Charlie's like friends or something. And he's oh. like, Oh hey man and like we're both like in this in this pool and then like, you know, and we're both naked and that got kinda weird and I was like, Well, you know, like I know you, so this is weird.
0: Right. So you're like and you don't even know him, no, right? You just associate it with it because he's like I used to
1: bartend, so he used to sit at the bar every once in a while, right? he used to get his fucking Mahogany salmon, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you remember that shit, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, he was he happened to be there. Um, that was a little weird, but then again, I, like I said, I was on acid. Man, that was not that was an awesome idea, but a bad idea at the same time.
0: Yeah, I could, it could throw you. I was always high.
1: Because you go into like these fucking cave grotto things that are fucking really cool, and even on acid, it's really cool. But... That's
0: what I wanted to go. It's like I saw the pictures, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I gotta it, get it's there." Like, it's
1: like in a cave, and like the the water's all hot, so it's all super like like smoky but it kind of looks like something out of like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Like it's fucking cool Um, but you're on acid and you're not supposed to talk in that room and I kept talking to my, I was just whispering to my girlfriend and this this guy like lectured me like for the entire time and like I was in the water and he was out so his wang was like kind of like level like (laughs) like, right there, it was like right there and I was kind of looking up and he just kept like lecturing me in this kind of like super PC but condescending way and I'm just kind of like man I'm tripping on acid like right now I don't want to fucking deal with this guy.
0: Yeah, you're like, I don't need your bullshit. You're ruining my fucking high and my buzz, dude. I was
1: on acid. I didn't I didn't even I didn't even feel angry or awkward about it. I was just on acid and he was just talking to me and I was just I just nodded and I was like, dude, yeah. He just left.
0: But yeah, I guess you're not supposed,
1: you're not supposed to talk in certain places.
0: Definitely not supposed to Oh dude. So I understand. I, I get it, you know.
1: I don't know why. But mm-hmm. I mean I I wasn't sure. In this weird grotto kind of cave yeah. atmosphere, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to be super quiet. And you do this thing where you jump in a really really hot water and then you jump into super cold water and you jump back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah. And it like dude, like you you can feel your your skin get like thicker almost. Like you yeah. develop like this like shell. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a good yeah, it's it feels great.
0: Yeah. No, it's interesting. I went to uh me and Laura went down to a nude beach last last summer at Pismo. The,
1: okay, in, so Pismo Beach again. Pismo
0: here. Beach, yeah, which is super cool, but it was weird because the water is super murky like a lot of seaweed and like a lot yeah. of shit so <laughs> a lot of shit it was just it was it was a cool little like um it's like a big cliff right and then you got to hike down right and then there's a and beach. yeah and then there's then there's a the beach it's like a little cove right um and then i was like so even Laura was like oh i'm not i'm not sure People are gonna be naked here. She's like she's like trying to like not get me to get naked basically half the time. <laughs> okay. She's like, I don't you know, I don't know if anybody's gonna be naked here, so you should just, you know, chill out. And I was like <laughs> I was like, What's the big deal? I was like, It's a nude beach. Like this is what this is. If there's not, then I won't, okay? I was like, I'll I'll save you. I was like, if there's nobody naked, I won't. <laughs> so we were like hiking down, we like went down, uh and there's like a almost like a rope. It's like a rope, uh, Yeah. Not ladder, but you you just right, you, you kind of propel it. down right, like right, this, right, a, right. a knotted rope where you like kind of rappel down the cliff a little bit, like mm-hmm. just a smidgen. It's nothing super hard. You you can walk down it, but this just helps you guide down down the cliff right. easier. You know, so not many people I didn't see. You know, and then I started we started walk because it's like you could walk about you know a quarter mile down, right, and then on the other side. On this side, you could, like, walk over some rocks or maybe through the ocean real fast or whatever just to get to the other side. Yeah. And then there's where all the naked people were. And, like, the whole beach with people were naked. But at first, when we got there, it was, like, a little early. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't. There was like one naked guy like laying down. I was like, "See that guy's naked." And she's like, "So what? Just one guy." I'm like, <laughs> "So what? I understand. There's one guy, but I'm saying this. We're in the right place. Like this guy's naked. Like obviously, this is our. our this is yeah, you're okay." In the right place. And then then we got over to the side, and then everybody was naked. So I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Oh, yeah. And then it was like a, a family. There was like kids running around and shit. It was like everybody, and then it was like uh, this like German family were like.
1: Yeah, dude, it's the Europeans. They yeah. love that shit. I've they been to nude beaches before. Uh,
0: yeah. And then like, so, but and Laura, she was like the only one who had a bathing suit on for a minute. Right. And then she was like, you know, after about a half hour or so, she, she was like, a little awkward, right? well, she was, yeah. And then she was like, should I be naked or whatever? I was like, dude, you can do whatever you want, man. I mean, what did you do? You, you be comfortable. And she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> she's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then she like takes her top off and she's like, all right. My titties are out. I did it. I did it. I was like, <laughs> how do you feel? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> She's like super funny about it though. But yeah, it ended up being super fun. And you know, it was, it was, uh, it was, it's, it's, it a very, it's a very, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it a, it's a very um, freeing. It is liberating. It's liberating, dude, for there sure. There you go. Yeah. It's you, liberating to a
1: degree. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's, once you do it, dude, it was like nothing else like it. You're like, I just want to be naked all the fucking time.
1: Dude, the thing about the Harbin Hot Springs though, so there's there's also an exterior part. You're like kind of like in the woods, mm-hmm. and there's this there's this pool that's nice and warm, almost kind of jacuzzi temperature, and it's like naturally bu- like sparkling water. Okay, so you're like in this warm. So it's like spark- naturally carbonated, yeah, right? And you can see all the fucking stars in the sky because there's not there's not a lot. There's of, no light pollution yeah, up there. Yet. Yeah, there's no light pollution, so you see everything. Fucking, it's fucking beautiful. beautiful. Yeah.
0: Did you guys stay in those huts? I saw the huts. They're like circle domes.
1: There's like this. There's these really big circle domes where like people have like sessions. Like they'll have like a drum circle in there or something. Oh, but so I, it wasn't
0: like where you stayed.
1: Uh, no, it, you stay in this kind of like. I guess I guess what I would describe a um, uh, like a ho- like a hotel, but not really. It's like a it's almost more like a dormitory. Okay. Because like all the rooms don't have bathrooms. Like it's literally just a room and a bed, and then like there's a bathroom on every floor. Gotcha. So it's kind of like that. All right, and then there are these big domes, but yeah, honestly, like I had a great time. I didn't interact with a lot of
0: strangers. No, just a, just a few. Like you're like trying to keep to yourself. No, I can keep to myself. Did everybody sure? walk around like the hotel naked? Just doing whatever. Like, dude,
1: people were boning and stuff. Um, yeah, it was very. It was a very hippie kind of experience. So it was very. Um, like,
0: People were boning like outside, just like, <laughs> or you mean like in the hotel?
1: Like in the hotel? Oh well, yeah, for like, sure. You, you could hear it through the walls. Oh like. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, was, I was like, no. I was like, what is
0: this? A free for all? He's <laughs> saying no, like a no, fucking. No. Uh,
1: there wasn't people now. You, you obviously there's like kids and stuff, so people, were people just boning right, right, right. in the pools, and and there was there was a strict there was a strict uh, strict no that.
0: sexual. Yeah, there's always usually like a big. Uh, being naked is not, a, supposed to be a sexual thing.
1: Right. Uh, uh, uh,
0: um, it it's supposed to be there for people to get used to and understand that right, living right. free as like an animal, basically, kind of a thing. Yeah, sort of. I
1: never really looked at it that way.
0: Because we're all just animals, right? And we're just right. we clothed up, and then we have these this gear, you know, that like kind of like uh like it's 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 the way people are. It's like people like identify themselves with this identity of wearing things you know and i liked and i obviously i was super one of those people and i kind of like stripped that all away by getting naked i'm just like like and and that's kind of what punk rock to me was like stripping down everything yeah it's just some chords maybe add some melody and then adding textures to it you know, but start from just a backbone fucking nothing. You know, just a couple of chords and it's just like being out there, being vulnerable, being yeah. naked. And that's, you know, so being naked was like a free, like, it, it stripped away my identity or my punk rockness. I mean, I have tattoos and shit so obviously it's, you know, that's still yeah. with me, but I mean, but I, I hated wearing clothes. I'm like, I, I, now I just don't identify, with, don't identify with wearing clothes. Like I'm like, eh, I have t-shirts and jeans and shoes and a sweatshirt right. and stuff it's like yeah they're clothes
1: that's clark kent yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i just i just don't like clothes like i just i'm like i'm i'm at the point where i just like man if everybody could be naked like half the time would be fucking awesome
1: man you would have loved Harbin, man that's
0: i know It's like but and i missed it just as i was like trying to plan a the trip there too
1: Shit. well i mean it's they're rebuilding it mm-hmm. I mean, it might take a while
0: I follow it on uh, Facebook or Instagram or somewhere. Yeah. It like, shows a, some updates. I
1: got a colleague who like loves going there, and she's always giving me updates about it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was a cool place, man.
0: Cool place. Definitely. All right, well, let's take a break. For sure. And then we'll come down and we'll do round two. Right on. Is that cool? I'm totally down. All right. We shall be back. Stay tuned. All right. Well, that's it for round one, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank Bertie for coming on. He was a super cool guy. Finally get to sit down and hang out and catch up and all the stuff. He was uh, he was working for like seven days a week all the time. Never had time to hang out, jam anymore. So it was good to hang out. Um. All right. Well, I just wanted to thank uh, the Crown Palo Alto, Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, the Willow Market in Ma- uh, Menlo Park, and Ale Arsenal in San Carlos. And also a big thanks to Palo Alto Brewing Company. Um, I'm going to be doing a collaboration uh, with them. And it will be released soon. Um, So stay tuned. I'll tell you more info probably next week and the following on that one. So, yeah. So uh, that's exciting news. Um, All right. Well, you guys have a great weekend. And I shall talk to you next week. Late. (laughs)